Welcome to Radio KAL, the Superman podcast brought to you by supermanhomepage.com. This is show number 48, released on December 24th, 2008, a week earlier than we'd usually uh, release it because of, obviously, New Year's Eve. Uh, my name is Steve Eunice, and joining me, as always, is my trusty partner, Neil Bailey. Hey, Steve. Merry Christmas. Hard to believe I've survived four years of this. <laughs> yeah, we've, uh, we've reached four years, 48 episodes. It's uh, not a bad track record, so uh, thanks. You killed me. Hey, you haven't killed me either. It's it's a miracle, like no reaching through the microphone and choking me to death. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, it's, you do have the benefit of being on the other side of the world, so uh, there is that. <laughs> okay, well, let's get into our uh, final Radio KAL for 2008, and what we had planned for this episode was to look back at 2008, uh, the year in a year in review, look at comics, uh, the TV shows. Uh, and uh, obviously look also at uh, what we've done on the website before we look ahead at 2009 and what's in store. Sounds good. Well, as re- in regards to the comics, uh, what did you make of Superman comics in 2008? Is it a year that we'll look back on fondly, or is it a year that will just blend in with other, all, all the others? I think it's actually made a vast U-turn improvement. Um, I, d- I don't think that anything was wrong necessarily with what Jeff Johns was doing, but it didn't seem like the comics had a focus, really, at the beginning of the year, and now they've kind of um, gone from, like, a Legion story and a bunch of um, very obscure kind of Silver age stuff with Busiek, who I wasn't, the run I wasn't very fond of. And then they bring on Robinson, who's kind of, you know, fine in his way, but at least his stories are, are in the same universe as John's. And um, they brought back the Triangle numbers. They have... Uh, decided to organize and focus the universe and maybe it's a universe that not everybody's going to enjoy per se um like it's not going to be straight up burn and it's not going to be straight up silver age but it's got an organized and focus to it and uh, that to me is a sign that they're actually paying some kind of attention and granted it's not perfect yet but at least they're trying and going towards it and yeah the the whole announcing rucka thing on there really pleased me because you know like now we've got johns and rucka which are two of my favorite guys from DC, um, plowing away on Superman, and we've got Supergirl brought into the mix. We've got a promise of an origin. Yeah, things are looking great. Yeah, uh, I think 2008 wasn't a bad year. Um, we've definitely had worse years in the comics. Um, yes. Yes. But uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's a mixed bag. Um, we had on one hand uh, the Superman comics, as you say, were getting a bit more organized and. Uh, seemed to be coming out on a regular basis, which was a problem in previous years. Uh, but on the other hand, then we've got something like Trinity, which just seems to be uh, siphoning money away from the pockets of people without delivering. We do not speak of Trinity on this podcast! No, <laughs> actually, um, yeah, Trinity, I you know, it's weird. It's like Superman and Batman and Trinity. I don't really consider them Superman is that 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 is that weird? It's like they're so far beyond the pale, out of the mainline continuity that I just I don't even think about them when I'm thinking about Superman comic books. When I was doing my big rant a second ago, and I I didn't even consider that. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, well, I mean, there's been a lot of sarcasm on the website in regards to um, you know, what DC are doing with Superman in in the comic books. He seems to be missing from everything. He's not in Trinity at the moment, and they're taking him out of JLA and um. It just seems to be that, uh, you know, we'd get little, very little Superman other than in his uh, regular titles. 
I think, you know, I think the mistake with that and the reason people are acting so violent is that they assume that it's a story choice that they're going to get rid of Superman. Um, given that, that we've got, you know, like, they announced that in Action Comics, Superman was going to be leaving the title for a while. I'm guessing it has to do with something story-related with John. Somebody suggested the uh, Green Lantern stuff going on, but I don't know what the heck it is, but I know that... that you know, they wouldn't do that in a bunch of books if it wasn't some kind of story direction. At least I hope. Yeah, you know? well, I don't know. It's obviously connected with the fact that Superman is going into space, and there's yeah. some space adventure there that uh, will have him away from Earth, and therefore, um, you know, okay, why can't his comic books follow him on those adventures rather than having to leave Action Comics? But uh, that's yeah. the direction they've decided to take, and I guess Action Comics will be looking at what's happening in Metropolis, um, in Superman, Superman's absence. I noticed that uh, JLA was the last one, and people were really hard on that. JLA, it would make sense if Superman leaves to take him out of the book, and and um, what, where else is he leaving? He's gone in Trinity, but that's just bad storytelling. Um, yeah. And then you've um, the action comics. So basically, one of the three mainline books. Um, you're still going to have Superman, Batman, which, you know, blah, but... Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I don't see Superman as, as missing as everyone seems to be making it out to be. But yeah. then again, I know, you know, I've I've got the benefit of having been in, into comics for almost two decades now, and and knowing that if Superman goes out into space, it's not going to last forever. It's just going to be you know a story opportunity. So the best thing to do would be to look at the story and see if it sucks or not. You know. Yeah. All right. Um, moving on from the comic books in two thousand and eight, uh, Smallville. It was uh, really only, our only. Other than some uh, Legion of Superheroes episodes, um, was our, Smallville was our main uh, taste of Superman on TV, and yeah. we got the end of the tail end of season seven in the beginning of two thousand and eight, and then the first half of season eight uh, in the later half of this year. Season eight has definitely been an improvement over season seven. Um, how's you, your take been on on the, the TV show uh, in, I think in this I... past year? Well, if you're talking about the the tail end of season seven, it's craptacular, you know. But if you're talking about season eight on, it was actually um, it, it's renewed my interest in the show again. I mean, I cut the cable and I um, borrow VHS copies from my friend, um, the, but I used to have cable simply for Smallville, and now I'm considering getting it simply for Smallville again because I can't wait for that VH cop VHS copy from my friend that is not a download, um, and. You know, it's it's basically reinvigorated the franchise, and this is just my you know I was for the last couple of years I've been speculating: are they just going to go on a downward arc, a downward arc, a downward arc, and then kill the show? Um, but now it's kind of frustrating because I'm hoping the show gets renewed for the first time in a while. Uh, you know, like I'm always hoping it gets renewed, but now like with the sense of eagerness, mm-hmm. um, I didn't expect that. And what's my luck? You know, Tom Welling's gonna be like, well, I can't do another year of Superman, Beep! and get mm-hmm. out of there, and then the show or, you know, even worse, they go on with just Chloe and Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your highlight for Season 8 so far? So far, um, you know, I think I had a lot of fun with the Doomsday thing, which mm-hmm. is really weird. Or the uh, the first episode was pretty reasonable to me. But, um, yeah, the, the whole Doomsday thing, even though he was only on for 10 seconds and I really tanked that, you know, because that was kind of saying it's like, show more of it. Just the whole... I've actually gone back to that episode a number of times and taken another look at it, and it's just really cool, the idea of having Doomsday 
actually visualize on screen in a way that looks right. And granted, some of the story doesn't connect and it doesn't really make as much logical sense as it could. But it's just kind of neat seeing, you know, the thing that dragged me into comics finally realized on, on, on a screen and looking, you know, pretty decent. Not do me with the skateboard like I was joking about last <laughs> month. <laughs> All right, well, uh, moving on from Smallville in 2008, the Superman homepage uh, had a pretty good year this, this last year. Uh, we recently did the Shield Awards. Um, other than that, the website just seems to be moving along uh, as we have for quite a number of years now. Yeah, well, the design is still... I think you did a new design this year, right? Yes, that's right. That was pretty awesome. And and, and the the I think we did a major update to the um, PHP, right? Yes, that's it. We uh, yeah. People were asking for uh, being able to edit their comments and a few other um, features that uh, members could use, and those were implemented uh, in the system of PHP Fusion, which is uh, what runs the site. And Yeah, it's... It's been, oh, yeah, it's been, so I was just going to say, it's been a, a good community feel this past year. Yeah, it's it's hilarious, too. Like, they demanded the uh, edited comments, you know, like, because like, they wanted to change things. And yet, I've, I haven't seen very much of it. I expected, like, that to be, like, for a point of contention. Like, um, I, I expected people wanted it because they said, okay, you're a doo-doo head, you know? And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, God, I want to take that back. But, you know, it's like people are keeping the doo-doo head up there and, and editing their arguments so that it's like, oh, well, you know, I smelled you last week and you stink. Ergo, you're a doo-doo head, you know? It's like they go back there and make their arguments stronger. Um, but, I don't know, comments are a mis- mixed blessing in that in that respect. But at least this year, it's been a lot quieter in respect, a- a- and kinder in respect to the uh, to the people who would, like, almost constantly gang up about the Superman Returns and the Superman uh, movies. And But it's still around, the bullying is still around, but there's a lot of people out there who just can't seem to play nice but it's getting much better this year i think and that's, yeah that's a... i was just about gonna say that i think this year has been a lot more uh a lot calmer um a lot less need for us to uh wave our administrator sticks um and yeah, yeah it's just been a lot more pleasant to be around the members it's been a, a more uh pleasant experience we haven't had to act as police uh, so much yeah. uh, with the member comments and things so it's, yeah it's been good in that regard and uh, seems to be uh, picking up with uh, with hits and things like that. So it's it's been a good year all all round. Yeah, definitely. I mean, people have been complimenting the new design and saying, "Hey, it's really cool." And and I, I I've enjoyed it. Just speaking as a user myself. Cool. All right. Well, let's look ahead to two thousand and nine. It's just around the corner as this podcast goes to air. Um, we haven't talked about movies uh, because 2008 there actually wasn't obviously a Superman movie and in regards to news there was just bits and pieces and if anything more confusion uh, regarding news than there was um, anything solid but um, looking ahead in 2009 we just saw the comments by Alan Horn, the president of Warner Brothers who's come out and said that um, it looks like it will be a couple of years before we see Superman on screen again in the movies. So uh, whether or not 2009 will give us anything in regards to a solid plan for a next Superman movie, I don't know. I was a bit more uh, confident uh, before hearing Alan Horn's comments that 2009 would be a start for the next Superman movie. But if they're not, if they don't look like to have Superman ready for another couple of years, then 2009 might just be another non-news. Yeah, yeah. I you know I get 
it's it's frustrating being a, a journalist on the internet because there's such a connotation that comes with that. Um, and yet, if you report something, if you don't report something, you, you're given flack. It's just like the nature of an- anonymous commenting and all that. But um, like like that, there was an episode, a, 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 a Brian Singer quote a couple of weeks ago that I thought was really amusing. Like he basically, a reporter said, "So are you still on Superman?" He's like, "Well, I can't say that I'm not not on Superman." But <laughs> yeah, def- a double negative. Oh, Right, yeah, and he made all these unequivocal statements, um, or rather, he equivocated a lot, made like lots of weird statements, and um, they didn't really amount to anything. And and so I go on to the comments, and I I started playing a game. I said, okay, four comments until someone says this 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 says something. Um, absolutely, and um, bingo, there it was. Even though I put it in the comments because people don't read, you know, they just kind of get the gist of something and then comment on it. Yeah, there is a the <laughs> headline. Then, after that, I was like, okay, now five more until the next one, and bang, there it was, you know, and and, and that's just the way that the, the news kind of goes, it's like, people hear Brian Singer um, broke wind, and they say to themselves, oh, wind? Superman flies in the wind, therefore he must be making a Superman movie, it's like an old Batman episode, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny, because he, um, whenever there's something like that report, like, comes into, you know, somebody's interviewed Brian Singer, and he's given a non-comment kind of thing, and I think to myself... Well, really, there's nothing new here to report. Should I actually post it on the website? And when I don't, I'll get, you know, 50 emails saying, oh, you didn't report on this. And then when I do, yeah. I get 50 people saying, why did you post this? And there's nothing in here that's, you know, of any substance. So it's kind of, there's you can't please everyone. But, um, yeah, we, we will just keep reporting on it just to be complete and just to, um, you know, okay, people will say, well, there's no news here. There's, you know, why did you post it? Well... That's just the way it is. Because cause posting information is cheap or free. That's why we like the internet. That's why the internet is a glorious thing. Yep, but uh, as far as uh, Superman in 2009 in the movie category, I think we may get just what we've had this year, which is bits and pieces of who's going to be in, who's not going to be in, rumors, innuendo, and tidbits of news. Um, we may get a solid plan, and they might decide, yes, this is going to happen, and you know, I mean, a movie doesn't get made overnight, so um, sure, yeah. solid plans may be made in 2009, and you know they might even start pre-production in 2009, for all we know, and you know, that will mean that the movie will come out in a couple of years once the final productions and everything post-production is all done. Honestly, you know, quiet year. I, I sometimes I sit there and I think to myself and I say maybe it'd be better to not have a Superman movie this year or next year or for a couple of years because it. I, I, I never saw the Superman fans fighting or being rude or cruel to each other until they started making another Superman movie. Yeah, you know? tell me about it. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, uh, comics in 2009, we kind of touched a little bit on what your uh, thoughts were on the way they're starting to organize the, the comic books uh, with Greg Rucker coming on, and we made a few of those uh, comments earlier on. Uh, personally, I think uh, 2009 will be a great year for Superman comic books. I know there are a lot of people out there who are, you know, a bit dubious about the whole no Superman in action comics, and um, you know, I think that finally DC are listening to the fans. People have been have been clamouring for a definitive origin story. Um, you know, there's people that out there saying, oh, you know, who needs an origin story? Who needs? It? But it's it has been one of the main things that people have been asking, especially in our Ask Matt fan forum. They want to know what is Superman's backstory. Uh, it's not good enough for them to have stories that just kind of continue on from some vague point of view, uh, point of history. They actually want it all explained from 
being sent, you know, being found in the rocket by Martha and Jonathan Kent right up to today, and so that people know exactly what Superman has done and what he hasn't done in his past, and what still fits and what doesn't fit. So I think it's a great idea that we're getting a Secret Origin uh, miniseries to explain all his backstory and to get a solid, you know, point to to work from. Hey, as long as it's got you know like no super soul vision, <laughs> but you know my <laughs> or he's a vegetarian. Biggest, yeah, well, it, and it, as long as they stick with it, honestly, if they went with super soul vision, as long as they made it consistent, my God, at least this is not a problem that's been around since Birthright. This is a problem that's been around since Return to Krypton. You know, which was what two thousand two, two thousand one. I mean, people have been like, why, the origin has changed? Well, what's it changed to? And they're just like, well, well you'll find out. We'll tell it through story. And they yeah. never do. No. Never have. And and now they're finally going to tell it through story. And you watch. It'll be just as polemic as anything else they ever do. But at, at very least, we'll have something to work from, which we're, we're you know, I don't want to give away too much of what we're talking about, Steve, but um, we're, we're, we're going to try and, you know, work that into the site in a way so that we can give you a frame of reference, which is, you know, our main goal. Exactly. But, uh, so in 2009, we've got Action Comics with Greg Rucker telling stories, obviously, about Nightwing and Flamebird uh, in Superman's absence. We've got uh, Superman Comics with uh, this out of, out of space adventure. We've got um, Adventure Comics, which we really don't know yet what it will entail. Um, I'm guessing uh, Superboy flavor to it um we've got uh the world of new krypton uh which will obviously be exploring uh candor's um enlargement in the arctic and we've right. got uh the secret origin miniseries that will be explaining superman's origin story so there's a lot to look forward to uh for a change we're getting more superman comics rather than less and i think that's only a good thing yeah, especially if they kind of work together, like the, um, the this whole adventure comics thing intrigues me. I'm wondering where they're going with it. Yeah, and uh, let's not also forget uh, Supergirl comics, which will obviously be tying in closely with the Superman books. God forbid we yeah. shouldn't mention Supergirl. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, so Smallville in 2009. We've got, obviously, the very first episode airing on January 15th in the U.S., is the Legion episode with, yet again, Jeff Johns, the man behind that story. And uh, there's a lot of hype surrounding uh, and a lot of expectations surrounding the Legion episode. But uh, beyond Legion, um, the rest of the season uh, could be very interesting, depending on whether or not the CW decides to uh, pick up Smallville for a ninth season. It seems that the ratings are there that uh, they would be making that business decision that, yes, it should go on for a ninth season. But I think what's going to be a problem is actor availability. And uh, once again, I maybe I'm harping on it, I don't know, but I don't think Tom Welling is going to be interested in, in renewing a contract. Uh, season 8 was his... He had 8 season in his contr- original contract. And uh, really, when was the last time we saw Tom Welling do an interview or a video interview or even... A, a text interview to promote the show or to, um, you know, talk to fans about the show. He, he just doesn't seem to be interested. Or, I don't know. Yeah. That's just my my opinion. No, I think you're right. And I get approached by people at conventions or even just in real life. They're like, well, do you think he's going to put on the suit? Do you think he's going to, you know, do another season? And I always say, you know, I hope so. But if wishes were uh, horses, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and, and that's about the sad truth of it. It's like... Um, 
And and if you think about it, it makes sense. He's he's he wants to get chops as an actor. Would you want to be known as an artist as the guy who only did one thing? Um, I, I sympathize with that because I'm I'm afraid of that being a writer. You know that pigeonhole, eventual pigeonhole. Um, because I see a lot of guys who are really really great artists who get stuck in one position. But I don't know. My gut feeling is that Smallville will end this season. But that's been my gut feeling for the last four seasons. Honestly, hmm. um, it just seems to keep chugging along. Um, I don't think they'll do it with just Chloe and Jimmy. That was a joke. But um, I think they might throw enough money at, at Welling to bring him back for one more potentially. But I think it's on the like the seventy thirty side for for being done. Yeah. Well, we we saw with season eight being renewed that when the seven season contracts of most of the actors uh, had lapsed, Michael Rosenbaum didn't come back. Kristen Kruk only came back to make up episodes that she'd. Uh, missed out on because of her uh, movie um, uh, requirements. But um, Alison Mack almost didn't come back, but made up a, a last-minute deal that ensured that she was in every episode and that she got to direct. And So, you know, I personally can't see Alison Mack coming back for another season, even uh, because of the, the, the issues that she had coming back from Season 7 to Season 8. Uh, I would love the show to go on another another uh, season, especially if they were going in the same direction they've been going at the moment with Clark really becoming the character that we uh, know and appreciate and uh, taking on the uh, you know the responsibilities of his powers and and not just you know moping around saying I just want to be normal and you know without <laughs> Lana this ep- this season it's definitely moved the show forward in a positive way and uh, you know so but. Really, how much longer can they go without Clark donning the Superman costume and taking on the Superman name? Could they do another 22 episodes without him moving forward into that Superman era? I don't think so. I just think that would be dragging it on too too long. Yeah, I'm with you. And I think, you know, I think the fans were done a disservice when we were... um when we were uh, cut out of that episode where Clark got rid of Emo Clark, where they went into the junkyard, you know, and he threw the tires over Emo Clark and then pushed him into the garbage compactor, and, you know, like, Emo Clark was sitting there flicking the peanuts at the mirror, you know? (laughs) See, you know, they should do a special after it ends this season, you know, if it ends this season with that. (laughs) That would be funny. All right, right. maybe I'm being... As far as the website is concerned, in 2009, we'll just continue to chug along bringing you all the news and rumors and all the other bits and pieces that we've become known for uh this year and past years we've been going gosh since 1994 the website's been online and we'll be going on for the foreseeable future that i don't see any end to this and um uh, i'm still thoroughly enjoying it we've obviously been doing the speeding bulletin and your bailey planet for the past year and uh that's one thing that we uh, brought in on well it's probably towards the end of 2007 but 2008 was definitely the year of the speeding bulletin and we'll yeah, continue be to do sorry we'll just continue to do that and uh continue to do radio kl and we'll uh, look to expand in other areas and you know we'll mention you, you kind of touched on that uh with secret origin happening we're going to be looking at how we can um consolidate that into the website's files and and uh you know document all all those that new origin and whether or not uh, that's something we uh, we do and how we do that. So there's lots to look forward to in 2009. Yeah, thanks, guys, for your continued patronage and, you know, being cool. Yeah, we uh, definitely do it for the love of it, and uh, it's great to see that um, our fandom is uh, bringing everybody together and that we can 
do what we do and do it uh, to the best of our abilities and uh, have that uh, that knowledge that you guys appreciate what we're doing and uh, but we do it because we love it so uh, thanks for as Neil said for your patronage and uh, for your continued friendship and uh, we'll uh, continue to do our best at the Superman homepage thanks guys happy new year yeah and uh, let's move on to the big question segment of the show let's start with the big question Alrighty. Well, what do you got? Well, last month we asked, is Action Comics without Superman a good idea or not? And we had a number of uh, responses this month. The first was Calvin Bowes, who wrote, Not a good idea. Just look back to the Golden Age. They found out then that not having soups on the cover would hurt sales, so imagine what happens if you got Action Comics without Superman. It does not take a genius to know that it will not bring in new readers, saying, hey, I want to read that new Superman comic without soups. And people who want soups will leave big time, to, so the answer is no. Unless you want to see action go away, so... No, and make my point real clear. No, 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 and last, no. Okay, so no Calvin's room. in the no category. Oh, no wiggle room there. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. We'll ask him in a day if he's changed his mind. <laughs> um, Mikey B wrote, hopefully this is either temporary or they are just kidding. Otherwise, please sound the I'm losing interest alarm. At the same time, I'm happy to hear Johns and Franks are doing an origin story. Cool. Well, uh, Steve, sorry, uh, Cayman Stoll wrote, no, I personally don't think that Superman should leave Action Comics under any circumstances. Superman was created in Action Comics, and if you take him out of that story, just the story just won't work. If Jerry and Joe were still around, they wouldn't allow this to happen. <laughs> oh, I don't know if well, I have much say. That's what I'm saying. That's kind of the problem with the you know the lawyers right now is they didn't have any you know like the, you could turn Superman into a transsexual. David Riley wrote, "No, Action Comics is Superman's book. The book just won't seem right without the Man of Steel in it." Okay. Well, uh, David Lewis wrote, "Hey guys, I think taking Superman out of Action Comics is a bad idea, but it's not the first time it's happened. They did it in the '80s before the John Byrne era." So no matter how much we rant, rave, kick and scream, they'll do what they want anyway. We might as well enjoy the pretty lights because they don't care what we think. In my opinion, this is their way to restart the DC Universe, keep up the good work. Yeah, I don't know if it's, you know, if there's really an ulterior motive there. I just think it's a, a story um, I option. But anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking about it. Maybe I'm crazy. I did like Time and Time Again. Isn't that the name of it? Yep. Um, yeah. I checked it out. But anyway. Um, Chip Mims wrote, Action Comics is the home of Superman, pure and simple. No, we're the home of Superman. Oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but that, that said, if Rucka and company can tell a compelling story, and if the result is the return of Superman, then I'm all for it. Greg had a great run on Adventures of Superman before, so I've got my fingers crossed. By the way, love the show, guys. Thank you, Chip. Yep, thanks, Chip, and good open mind there. Uh, obviously, looking at uh, the big picture. Lastly, Jim Asbury wrote, Action Comics without Superman? Two words. Epic fail. What is DC thinking? Superman's roots are in action comics, and the decreasing books available, action comics was the one stable book I could count on each month. Now it sounds as if I will be saving a little more money. Hmm, well, people are obviously not willing to give action comics a go without Superman, although I think that may change once they uh, look into it. But uh, and maybe our reviews make... on the site will uh, change their minds. We've got to draw a distinction here, being the people who put things into context. A fail is something that you really don't enjoy. Like, maybe Action Comics without Superman's not your bag? Okay, well, the Trinity is an epic fail. Get it straight. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, what's our next big question? 
Uh, looks like we have Down, and I think this is a good one. Does Superman need a new origin story? Which is a question we've been asking for many, many years. I, I don't know. Yep, does Superman need a new origin story? Do you think that we need to see a new origin story, or do you think that uh, it's pretty clear what it is without that? But uh, let us know what you think. You can reply to this big question by clicking on the big question button found at the Radio KAL webpage at the Superman homepage site and send your entry in. We'll read out all the entries sent in in our next Radio KAL podcast. And don't forget, you can also record your own MP3 file and send that in, and we'll play your voice reading your uh, answer to this big question in our next podcast. And so get involved with the big question segment. The holiday season comes to Metropolis. Is it Christmas Eve already? Gosh, I've completely lost track of time with everything that's been going on. A Christmas tradition lives on. You know, every year it surprises me how many letters come in. People look up to you, Clark. You give them hope. And gifts are given. On Earth, you know, today's what they call uh, Christmas Eve. And what? You have a gift for me? Of sorts. <laughs> but not everything is merry and bright. A weapon. What sort of weapon? Oh, my lord. <laughs> the things I shall tell you. Spread the holiday cheer with Superman, The Last Son of Krypton, issue 48, on Christmas Eve, December 24, 2008 at PendantAudio.com Kara's holiday season is not going as planned. I will not hesitate to execute the little princess if my demands are not met. You let go of her, you... you bastard! If only some big, strong man could come up here and save me! Oh, crap. We've... I mean, I... I found this. Do you recognize this thing? Where did you get that? Yeah, you're that guy Blondie's always talking about. Sam or whatever. And just who are you? Steve? I thought you were flying home for Christmas. Tune in to Supergirl, Lost Daughter of Krypton, Issue 20. Coming Christmas Eve at PendantAudio.com I wonder what's really going on. Bailey's Bookshelf. Now we've got Uh, Michael Bailey returning with another (laughs) trade paperback review. And over to Michael. Hey everybody, welcome back to Bailey's Bookshelf, the portion of Radio KAL, where normally I walk over to the bookcase and pick out a Superman trade or hardcover to talk about and or review for about four or five minutes. But as it is the holiday season in most parts of the world and here in the U.S., I am going to break format for just a month and simply rattle off a few of my favorite individual Superman Christmas-themed stories. So I guess this time out we can call this Bailey's Short Box, as I keep my Superman collection in short boxes right here under the desk. Man, there are a lot of them. Anyways, first up are Superman issues 64 and 76, both written by Dan Jurgens. 
These are two of the Metropolis mailbag issues where Superman and other heroes go to the Metropolis post office and answer the many letters sent to him over the year. Issue 64 has Clark taking Lois along for the ride for the first time after they became engaged. And it kind of shows another side of Superman to Lois, something she had never seen before, that he takes time out of his busy schedule to try and answer all the mail addressed to him that Metropolis gets. And the second one took place during the Funeral for a Friend storyline and had Batman and Green Lantern and other Justice League members and heroes answering the letters for him after he died fighting Doomsday. And both really tug at the heartstrings. I really enjoy both issues uh, very much. Next up is Superman number 165, written by Jeff Loeb and drawn by a host of artists. This issue shows Superman discussing the then-recent election of Lex Luthor with his fellow JLA members and giving them presents, and it's kind of cute, the presents he decides to give all of them. Then there's Adventures of Superman number 487, which has Bibbo and Jimmy trying to get presents for the Children's Aid Society. Jimmy is also reunited with his mother during this issue, who he had become estranged from because he had lost his job and lost his home and eventually was taken in by Bibbo. And it has Bibbo in a Santa suit. And if, and if you don't like Bibbo... I highly doubt that you have a soul, because Bibbo is one of my all-time favorite Superman supporting cast members, and they really need to bring him back in fine style, uh, if you don't mind me getting on a Christmas soapbox there for a minute. Finally, there is DC Comics Presents number 67, where Superman teams up with the big man himself, Santa Claus. This story has Santa and Superman stopping the machinations of the Toy Man, and there is nothing in that statement that is bad. It's such a fun little story with a cute ending, and it's Santa and Superman fighting the Toy Man. I mean, that's just awesome. Well, I guess that's it for this month. I hope that those who choose to celebrate it have a very safe and happy holiday season. Peace on Earth, goodwill towards men, and here's hoping that next year brings us nothing but good Superman stories. And now, back to Steve and Neil. Ho, ho, ho. Well played, evil Michael. Yep, well done, Michael, and we'll see Michael again in our next Radio KAL podcast, the first one for 2009. Okay, secret soundbite time. Only one thing alive with less than four legs can hear this frequency, Superman, and that's you. Last show, the sound came from the Season 1 episode Hothead, and there were nine people who guessed it correctly this month, which is an increase on previous months. And those people were Nelda Mormon, Stephen Holmes, Damien Quigley, Alana Haggery, Cayman Stoll, Frank Emanuel, Brian Lee, Jim Bennett, and Tim Murphy. Congratulations, guys. Yeah, well done. Good job, exactly. So, if those people think they can do it again, or if you think you might be able to get involved, here is the next super secret soundbite sound from an episode of Smallville. You can lie on the couch all day and watch DVDs while your mom makes some doctor-certified chicken soup. So, if you think you know which episode of Smallville that sound came from, use the super secret soundbite entry form and send your entry in. Each person who guesses it right will have their name read out in the next Radio KAL podcast. Superman song time. Uh, let's see. Punk rock? Please. No, 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 no. 
we've actually got something very interesting from 1941. This is a song called Superman by Freddie Schnickelfritz Fischer. Ah, uh, so old school punk. Old school. <laughs> Not punk, but uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's an interesting little ditty of a song, and uh, it's probably one of the very first uh, commercially released Superman songs. So let's have a listen to Superman by Freddie Schnickelfritz Fischer. Go, Schnickelfritz! Superman, Superman, his blood is one big red corpuscle. Superman, Superman, he's always in perfect condition. No sniffles, no sneezes, no germs, no diseases. What a man, what a man, what a man. Superman, Superman. He's virtuous, handsome, and able. Superman, Superman. A mixture of Samson and Gable. Superman, Superman. It's strange, but he isn't romantic. He'd much rather shoulder a 50-ton boulder. What a man, what a man, what a man. Costume is simple but daring. Superman, Superman. No intricate clothes is he wearing. Superman, Superman. His problem of dressing is easy. No spenders, no buttons, no zippers, no nothings. What a man, what a man, what a man. Superman, Superman. No bullet is made that can scratch him. Superman, Superman. Just show him a crook and he'll catch him. Superman, Superman. Compared to him, Popeye is puny. He doesn't need spinach to fight to the finish. What a man, what a man, Superman. And that's the show for another month. If you have a suggestion for Radio KAL, perhaps you've got a topic that you'd like Neil and I to discuss in another episode, maybe you've got a uh, trade paperback suggestion for Bailey's Bookshelf, perhaps there's a Superman song that you'd like to hear, or maybe there's a big question that you would like us to put to the fans. Whatever it is, let us know by using the KAL feedback form found at the Radio KAL webpage, and we'll endeavour to use those suggestions in a future podcast. Thank you, Neil, and thanks for all your help throughout 2008. Hey, likewise, Steve. It was a blast working with you. Goodbye, everybody, and you stay classy, Freddy Schnickel Fritz Fitcher from 1941.
You've been listening to Radio KAL from supermanhomepage.com. <laughs> <laughs>